Welcome back to Secondary, our first podcast in 2020, and how many podcasts can we have where we talk all things Star Wars? Now, this is post-Star Wars related, total spoilers. Absolutely. And in the studio with me today, I have... Garrett Brady. And Josh O'Gorman. All right, guys, let's let's fight this out. Let's, Go. Let's fight it out. <laughs> Josh, you first, man. You're the one who brought the notes. Uh, I, brought, I, brought to, uh, I mean, uh, Josh is a nerd. He, br- he brought notes. I, I brought notes. <laughs> and, uh, full disclaimer, I saw it three times before I, I decided that I didn't like it. Okay. The, the, yeah, the, that's that's as fair as an opinion I've as seen you it. Can I've get. seen it once. Garrett? I've seen it once. Okay. Yeah, I think. So the first time I was sitting in the very front row, and so I didn't see anything. I was looking straight up. <laughs> oh, goodness. The second, the, the second night, I already had tapes that night, and I was sick. And so I couldn't, you know, I didn't want to forfeit them or anything. So I had a head cold while I was watching it, and I had a fit throbbing headache. And uh, the constant flashing throughout the movie of, <laughs> yeah. of everything just wasn't doing anything to help it. So I yeah, really couldn't. There was a disclaimer before the movie. Yeah, yeah that's okay. I really couldn't take it in at that point. They really, they released a disclaimer for that before the movie was even released. Yeah, I remember I didn't, like a week before they were like, "Hey, if your kid's epileptic, don't." Yeah, yeah but I didn't think there was going to be like every other scene in the movie. You know. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, there was a lot of a lot of flashing in yeah. the movie. All right, go ahead. But uh, the third time, I was really kind of able to sit there and digest what they were doing with Terry Fisher because her scenes, for one, felt very weird to me. And because they took all this old footage of her from Last Jedi and Force Awakens and threw it right into the movie. And it still seemed very out of place to me. And that was one of the first things I noticed <coughs> this third time watching it. Mm-hmm. And really, my, my biggest overall problem with the movie is, comes from the editing perspective. Okay, it's explain just, that. Um, it just... Right off from the first scene where we see Kylo Ren on um, what has been confirmed as Mustafar. Mm-hmm. Yep. Since oh, was that Mustafar? Yeah. Oh, whoa. Yep. That's pretty. I wish they had established that. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying here. Yeah. They, uh, there was, a, there was a, uh, an article that came out about the Richard E. Grant, who was in the movie, saying that he was in that scene to begin with. And he didn't even make it into it because they had so many crossfades in that scene to get to the point quicker and to oh. get him across the, mm. the galaxy. And that for me, it was a pacing issue, and it just kind of threw things off for me right off the bat. The pacing was very, very weird at yeah. the very beginning. It was really, it was way too quick, and I, you don't know what's going on, and you think they're going to explain it, and they just don't. Yeah. You really don't understand what these things are that he gets, and I, they try to explain it, but at the end of the movie, like, those were the last things I was thinking about. I didn't understand, really, still what those little artifacts were. Yeah. I just saw it plugged into the... To the ship's yeah. upper drive. They, I guess they can do that. <laughs> cool. Who knows? Yeah. Star Wars for you. But, yeah. What what else? What other problems do you have? Um, I mean, you got a page of notes in front of you. This is a little bit nitpicky, <laughs> but Mark Hamill was wearing a wig in his one scene in the movie, and that drove me nuts the entire time <laughs> I was watching me. that scene. I, I didn't At the end movie. of the movie? And uh, that scene when they're on the island with Ray and Luke, oh. Mark Hamill's wearing a wig. And I could see it. It oh. was driving me nuts the entire okay. time. But, um, oh, this. And then really one of my other biggest problems is that they didn't pay off arcs for these characters in mm-hmm. good ways. Like, Hux just dies. Yeah, I was going like, to say, I, I really enjoyed, I enjoyed the decision they made to make him good, but not good. He was only doing it to get back at Kylo. I like, I really liked that. And I thought to myself, this could go somewhere. And yeah. then as I had that thought, they killed him. Yeah. They shot him. I was like, wow, 
There goes that. The, I, I wanted to see what was going to happen there. Especially because of all the beef that they were having. Yeah. In the there, last there three was movies. a lot of build up. could have been a great scene. There could have been a really cool fight between the two of them. Yeah. And whoever that, that general prider was just just kills him off right there. Yeah, I didn't even... They, I, they tried super hard to establish him as a character. I don't know why they could have just left him out, made it Hux, but then have, uh, make, have Hux have this moral dilemma... <laughs> and so that way you make his character not only more interesting, but you're 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 making the audience more sucked in because you're giving you're adding another conflict and it doesn't seem forced. That make that's one of the things that makes sense yeah. about about conflict in this movie is his his motives and everything. They've been explained in the last two movies and they just threw that away. Yeah. And introduced new conflicts that did not have any setup. And then that's another thing with this movie too, is it like there wasn't any like direct character moments other than that scene with Poe and uh, who's the girl that he's talking to, the one that he had the affair with or whatever. Yeah, so the new one. Why did they? Why? Why her? Why is she in the movie? Yeah, she, there's no reason. I didn't. There, she didn't have any significance to the plot. Cool costume. Yeah, cool yeah. costume. More toys, right? <laughs> That's what it's for. And then there was a, there was a line that she had that just stuck out for me, like a sore thumb. Like it's like not that I care. It just that's the line, and it just mm-hmm. that drove me nuts for some reason. It just didn't feel like I don't even remember anything that she said. I don't remember. All I remember is that she had a past with Poe. And that's yeah. it. it. And it didn't. Ha- it didn't. It did not affect the story at all. Yeah, even in at least in my mem- if my memory serves. Well, correctly. she was. They were tying in the the kind of the Rose the Han solo of the film, supposedly, mm-hmm. um, and so he, he, she's just the the past link that's gonna come. She's the Calvary in the end, you know. Mm-hmm. She's she's the one that's gonna come back, and he's gonna be like, oh, she survived, and there might be a relationship yeah. later, and yeah. blah 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 blah, you know. And then it they didn't even do anything at the end. It just kind of had a weird, awkward little like, hey. And then, what know. did you what did you guys think about Chewie's death? His death. Well, I called. Uh, I assumed that they would probably kill off a main character, which would which I chose Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they did, I was like, "Oh, dang! They That's did how it they like, do early it. on. Yeah. Way to go!" Yeah. Well, I and loved, then he was alive, and yeah, I was like, "Yeah." Oh, scene later. Come too. on. Well, what I loved the most about that is the fact that Ray did it by accident. Right. I love that. I love that. That yeah. that that is another conflict that's not forced. That is that is a good conflict yeah. that yep. someone has to deal with now. Yep. And now we get to see Ray struggle with, oh wait, no. They Chewie's. didn't even marinate in it, you know. Yeah, no. They they don't they don't waste any time the nope. Let you know he's not dead. The humor was off in this movie, which isn't a huge deal to me. I I really don't care about the humor that they try to put in. But in in, in this movie, it seemed way forced compared to Ryan Johnson's version. I I, I felt the humor in that movie actually made sense. Whereas, like, there's this scene when they're in the caves. Uh, Me and my buddy were talking about this, and, um, like, Ray has her lightsaber, and she ignites it. And then, like, Poe has his flashlight, and he just looks at it. And it's one of those things, my entire theater, like, that was supposed to be a joke, I guess, and the entire theater was just quiet. I was in a packed IMAX theater, yeah, like, on opening night, and no one laughed. It was yeah. weird. The humor was not landing at all. That it was weird. The The movie didn't even get test screenings when, but like, it was, like movies are supposed to get test screenings before they come out, yeah. so they know what to change. This is Star Wars, man. And I heard that they did so many test screenings. I, that, uh-huh. yeah, they, I, I that heard that, that they changed. J.J. Abrams uh, confirmed that the movie was locked picture. Like the entire thing was done on like November 24th. It was on Colbert, and he confirmed that the movie was done. It was over. But and then uh, he said like, well, we don't have the chance to do test screenings or something like that." 
So well, they didn't really get to test what hmm. jokes were going to fall flat and what wasn't going to read. Yeah. Well, and then, like, this movie actually made me appreciate Last Jedi a lot more, and I like it a yeah, lot more now than I did initially, because you know how I didn't like it originally. Um, that friend I was talking about, um, his name's Calvin, and he... Uh, he 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 showed me a video and it basically explained how the writing was actually really good. The I still don't think the movie really works in a trilogy, just because it feels like, you know, when you give Ryan Johnson, who's used to writing one hundred percent of a one story, and you only give him thirty three percent of that story, um, it, it's it's going to be troubling to work with. But I feel like if Ryan Johnson had been given this entire trilogy, it would have been very very good. The a lot of the decisions and stuff that were made in Last Jedi that I used to not agree with, I definitely like at least respect now, just because yeah. they were following us. They, they Johnson knew what he was doing. J.J. Abrams and Rise of Skywalker just kind of seemed like it was just mindless fan service for a majority of the movie, and I just hated the writing. The story just the pacing was weird. I don't know, well, man. That's the whole thing with the, the flashlight is that every kid in the seventies would hold their flashlight up like a lightsaber yeah. you know? and that was kind of fan service to them yeah because what kid didn't do that yeah I, I i can see that but it wasn't a joke yeah it wasn't a joke i just didn't see what they were trying to do there and when they did have humor it just it was at weird points like it would kill the it would kill a suspense like you'd add comic relief to an area that you shouldn't have comic relief in it like i want to feel at least some suspense you're already ripping away the whole suspense of disbelief yeah. from but you by keeping all these characters alive i know. love Barbara frick the little thing that was like c3po was oh doing. the little mechanic guy yeah he was really funny but like that you're right there's like one line that he says i was gonna say i think that might be that that's one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie c3po is an insanely important character yeah. to the story and i actually do like that a lot i like that they gave him a uh, a character arc um i thought it was really interesting his like he can't translate sith or whatever and i thought i thought that was super interesting and i really liked i really liked um the sadness and everything that came with like him wiping his memory just kind of sucks that it went back to yeah. r2 just happened to have a i mean why why wouldn't he you know the yeah. entire time they were going through it, it was like i want to be sad right now but i know that r2 or someone's got something somewhere like this is Star Wars. There's no way. There's no backup drives anywhere. Yeah. Um. I was just thinking about that scene, and I and it's got one of those little fan service things with the music, and that exact shot where C3PO turns around, mm -hmm. and they play that little sting of the Star Wars theme. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for yeah. Like Thirty seconds. I was like, that's that's probably one of my favorite musical moments yeah. throughout the entire movie. See, that's that's good fan service. Yeah. That's good fan service. That's fan service that makes sense. It's placed well. Um, and you can't, you don't see it as fan service. You see it as a good point in the story, or if you do see it as fan service, it's not like a bad thing, but when it's mindless, like Palpatine's entire inclusion in the movie was pointless. I don't see why they, I thought it, they could have made it really cool, but because he was never set up in the other two movies at all, it was never hinted at or anything. Yeah. People they, could only make theories and I don't like that. I don't the mere mention of him in The Force Awakens would have made this, you know. Yeah, it would have made it a lot better. It would have made it seem like they knew what they were doing. But no, J.J. went into this thinking, well, Ryan Johnson screwed this up for me, and I'm not even going to try to work off of his his deal, which is just flat-out disrespectful. Like, yes, I get it. He, it was disrespectful for him to do the same to you. But be an adult, because if you don't work off of his vision now, then they're three very different movies. They're not one story. Yeah. 
in my opinion. But don't you think they talk? Don't you think that like Ryan Johnson did, did, did um, the rise? Of, no, uh, the Last Jedi, and I mean, I'm sure he and JJ discussed and talked and have an amicable relationship. I don't think he was like, I hate JJ Abrams. Watch this. I'm sure. I'm sure that they talked, but I mean, it doesn't seem like it. And just looking at the movies, it does yeah. not seem like they talked at all. Um, it seems like they vastly disagreed with one another. And I, I watched an um, interview with. Abrams and he had talked about that they had at least on this last one, you know, how to kind of go with what Ryan had done. And he mm -hmm. was, he was respecting what Ryan had done. And, and, and it was like, you know, talking back and forth about, you know, moving forward and going back to what you said about Palpatine. Mm -hmm. uh, there's some speculation as to whether or not JJ had wanted him to be in it all along, but apparently Kathleen Kennedy had always wanted Palpatine to kind of be the, arch nemesis but yeah but it's one of those things where it's like you give me two movies of snoke and i'm like oh. who's snoke and then it, yeah. oh it, no it's palpatine because he's every voice he's ever heard that kylo's ever heard right I, inside like, your head yeah and it's and here's something okay something to say about this though like the guy who plays palpatine what's his name Ian McDermott. Yeah. and I, I have to say he's one of the great things about this movie he, he does knocked it out of i was gonna heart. say like as much as i dis disagree with the whole palpatine being in the story at all because it just doesn't seem like it works he did a great job he was terrifying he did a great job he was very terrifying the music the sound the sound design and everything that they had for his scenes the lightning that yeah. they mixed in with the distorted lightning they mixed in with the soundtrack it was very creepy very cool i really really like that a lot yeah, that first shot of him when the camera pans around to him, I was literally holding my breath. Yeah, no, it was that, that I liked his scenes a lot, except for the last scene where he just he looked didn't, like he was a CGI model. You know, he looked like he was really. I didn't notice anything there, but what I noticed was he just didn't stop with the lightning. <laughs> if the dude would just stop, he would be fine. Right. That's the second time this has happened. <laughs> How am I supposed to be scared of a guy who doesn't know when to stop shooting his gun? He's just it, <laughs> spraying and praying, you know. I the uh, the face melting off was an homage to Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah I loved so, that. I yeah. totally got that right away. I I I loved that for sure. That's a classic moment right there. Yeah, definitely. But like, since we're talking about the final battle, like they had this shot of the morning, of the X-wing coming up and seeing the Millennium Falcon and, and mm -hmm. all these ships behind it, and then mm -hmm. they don't even show them again, and they don't even show like. That's another problem I have with this movie, that final battle, the final order. What is it? Where did it come from? Why is Palpatine alive? Where, how is he alive? None of this gets explained. None of it. Who were the cloaked individuals that the, everything fell on top of and killed? Yeah. Who are the Knights yeah. of Ren? Oh, that's who they are, I guess. Yeah, they just kind of do their... I, I, was, I was so disappointed, dude. And I don't know. I Josh and I were talking just a minute ago... Um, that it was, there's a shot that's reversed. Here, you explain it. Yeah, so the shot of Kylo Ren dying, of him killing over and dying, is reversed. If you look at it, his hair doesn't flow the right way. I it, was wondering. I thought something was off about yeah, that. Yeah, it looks like he's getting up, but the way that his hair is, like... So like, so Ray, So that would imply that Ray dies at the end, And then they Kylo. switched it around. So what if... See, that would be cool. I would like that a lot, because Ray wasn't much of a character anyways... She's just a Mary Sue. I don't care about Ray. That's 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 me. I don't know the. I still don't really care about her. Her significance is 
I've barely seen her train. It's implied that she does, but I, you know, and I, I appreciate a movie for trying not to hold my hand, but I know that's not what this is. They're not trying not to hold my hand. They're trying to skip past things so they can get to the, like the climax. And I don't know. I just can't get down. I, I, I wish they had killed Ray off and kept Kylo because Kylo is he needed the best to pay character. off his arc. Yeah. And I feel like his arc wasn't paid off as well as it could have been, but I think that Kylo's arc throughout all three movies is the only, one of the only things that stayed static between the two directors, and I'm happy that they could at least agree on, seemingly agree on that. So, um, was it a surprise to you to see Han Solo in the movie, Chisholm? Uh, yeah, I was. I knew that. Um, I watched a bunch of uh, spoiler stuff prior to the the movie, and uh, that there was like mentions of Force Ghost and Han and stuff like that. I was like, well, he's not a Jedi. How are they going to pull this off? And then you know, it's it's Leia kind of projecting Han yeah. to her son, and it's it's uh, Kylo's memory of Han, and mm-hmm. you know, and all that. So I, I get that. Um, it was fine. I, I had no problem with it. You know, he needed. I think there needed to be something happen with Kylo and and one of his parents yeah. in order for him to to switch to switch. Yeah, yeah. There was a great shot of him throwing the lightsaber off. I was going to say that that shot. little sequence I really enjoyed. I enjoyed that uh, sequence. One of the nit pictures I keep hearing about is uh, um, how there was no music over that lightsaber fight scene. Like, who cares? The lightsaber there was supposed to I was, be. Music. I was going to say there. Um, is there no music behind that fight? No, it's just the sound effect that's of the lightsaber, cool, cool. which is awesome. I like that. Yeah. That's what the original. I didn't even realize that. Back to the very first movie, yeah, Vader with, and Obi Wan. There was no music yeah. over it. Yeah. Um, oh, that's cool. That that's another thing I'd like to say. Like the choreography, like the the fight was the fights were really cool. I really enjoyed Kylo Ren's fight with Rey. Um, here's my question though, like a little kind of plot hole. I mean, I guess you could explain it away by saying, "Well, Rey's more powerful." Um, Kylo Ren dies because he gives all of his force energy to heal, like a deadly wound. Right? Isn't yeah, that what Kylo does? She like dies, and then so like she, he, he like uses his life force. But but Kylo was stabbed, and she did the same thing. Was Ray like hurt worse? I think Ray was dead. Was she, she was dead? Dying. She was all the way dead. Yeah, she was dying. Well, so was so was Ren. Like, sure, I, he wasn't nearly. I mean, it didn't seem like he was as close. He was still conscious, but that was that would still kill him. You know, I just didn't understand. Like, I guess you could again explain it away with she's more powerful and her wounds. He was stabbed in the side, wasn't he? Wasn't he in like the gut? Cut down the side, right through here, right, right below his heart. It seemed or like, like lungs or something. Yeah, and, yeah. and Ray was <laughs> fine after healing that, which is like you know. I can I can buy that she survives, but wouldn't that take it out of you a little bit? I also hated this uh, her her vision of herself with the red lightsaber. Yeah, oh, you yeah. have to think about that. Isn't that yeah. suck? Because they had the balls to put, or my bad, they had the nards to put that in the trailer, right? And then yeah, yeah. not even have it be a see. A, even even with that, I heard that it was going to be one of these things where she actually fights the dark ray, mm-hmm. and and they go at it, and she loses. Yeah. Where she's a clone, but, but there was so much stuff that we don't know what was cut out and what yeah. wasn't. Yeah. And all the this movie stuff. was supposed to be like an additional. Dude, I wanted her to be. Longer. I wanted yeah. her to be a clone so bad. I wanted. I wanted Ray. I wanted the real Ray to be the Sith, and I wanted the one that we've been watching this whole time to be a clone the entire time. 
and it it would turn the entire story on its head, and it would make Ray an interesting character. You could po you could possibly explain all of her crazy abilities with that, and now she's no longer a Mary Sue. You could do so many things with that, but nope, it's just a vision because J.J. Abrams is by, by definition. Does it not make Luke a Jerry Stu? No, because Luke, Luke, because Luke, you see him train, you see him go through all the conflict and uh, and all that in the in the previous movies to get where he's at. You see him work for it. You see Ray kind of just get there without much work at all. You see her go through tons of conflicts, but you don't necessarily see how that could better her. You see how it betters yeah. Luke. You see, you see Luke. Get yeah, I don't think Luke ever used that. the Force in the original, did he? I mean, he other did. than maybe the torpedo, like well, that he little. Did. He did. I mean, when he was training with Yoda. No, well, in the in the uh, New Hope, really, the only time he uses the Force is when he's launching the torpedo down the hole of the Death Star. Yeah, yeah. I guess he doesn't really use the Force. He doesn't like Force push Vader or any of that. It's not. Yeah, it's definitely not. A, he never has a one on one with Vader. Yeah, the f the force was supposed to be something that pushes the plot forward. Yeah. That gets the and, and now it's like kind of a, um, it's more of a power than a plot device. Which like I don't really know which one. I think I, I like I I don't I, I'd have to think on which one I like more. I don't know. That's a that's another whole. Yeah. What else issue. you got on your list? Uh, <laughs> um, the the last moment of Lando Calrissian, like totally hitting on that. Uh, the last what of uh, Lando? with Lando Calrissian at the very end, and he's oh, sitting yeah. next to the that, that weird. That was weird. That was weird, wasn't it? I, I had no idea what that was. Um, he, so he, get this. Um, I I didn't see it as him. So uh, Lando was sitting next to the yeah. to the girl, his daughter. That's his daughter. Yeah, and, and just the way he says, "Well, let's find out." Just I don't sounds know. Very it, it, it was weird. No, I had to Google it and say, "Like, is it?" I I did not. No, that was his daughter. Because did you hear? There was an alternate ending that they cut out last minute where um, Finn was his son. Yeah, heard, that's confirmed. That. Yeah, that where Finn was his son, and then they and then he, he was a player. He's probably got kids all over the galaxy. Yeah, he probably and, probably and, and robot kids. Robot kids. That that movie was so dumb. I hated Solo so much. Let's not talk I love about Solo. Let's no, not, not talk solo, about Solo. Not Solo. <coughs> um, we're on rise, but um, yeah, no, Lando. I guess they took that out explainably because Finn is force sensitive, but they never, they they never explained that in the movie either. He was he got close a couple times because that's what he needed to tell Ray. J.J. Mm -hmm. Abrams said that in an interview as well. But here's the thing, you don't fill your plot holes in interviews. You fill them in the movie. You don't fill your plot holes in <laughs> also, interviews. You know what else you do, Derek? You finish your character arts before you start another one. Yeah. They started the force arc on Finn before they even finished yeah, they right. did. this thing with him and the Stormtroopers. That would have yeah. been awesome. I That's another thing him. I wanted to see. Like, And this is more of an early on complaint for just the entire movie or the entire trilogy in general, but I wanted to see Finn struggle with being a Stormtrooper. Yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to see that a lot more, but you know, that's, again, that's long past. I thought they did a good job in The Force Awakens with him struggling as a stormtrooper. I, I thought they did, too, but I think they just hit all the requirements and then just kind of left it be. I wish yeah. they I wish they had kept... I, I really want to... I just... You know what I really want to see? I just want to see, like, R-rated Star Wars. I want to see just brutal Star Wars. I want to see Old Republic stuff. Yeah. And I think that, like, me wanting this stor internal stormtrooper conflicts and... How the how politics and the militia works in Star Wars and stuff like that's where it kind of starts to get a little brutal. Quentin Tarantino's tenth film, Star Wars. It's actually going to be Star Trek, from what I've heard. Oh, really? Yeah. Didn't that confuse you? 
a Star Trek yep. film by Tarantino. He's doing one. That's insane. That's crazy, huh? Spraying blood all through the galaxy. But anyway. That might actually get me to like Star Trek a little bit, a little <laughs> bit more, you know? <laughs> and th- that's the, the thing that's like, even like looking back at the last two Star Trek movies that Abrams did. They mm-hmm. were good. They were, yeah, they were good, but they were like, again, it's that, that plot not scenes thing that I, that I was talking about. There wasn't many character moments. They just wanted yeah. to get to the. I was going to say, like, those are good movies. They're fun movies. Music's great, all that good stuff. Um, but there's not, like, I don't know those movies for the yeah. characters. I know those movies for the, the music third one. And the CGI and the story, not even the story, just. The third fun. one takes its time with the characters, you know? Like, they're all. What is the third one? It's is the one where they don't crash land on that planet. The, the Enterprise is ripped up. And What's it called? Beyond. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Star Trek Beyond. I knew that. Okay, back to Rise. Cool. Where were we? Um, I don't know. You have, you're the one with the list. Uh, <laughs> so, Terry Fisher, how did that work out for you guys? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I thought they did a good job with what they had. I know yeah. that they were very limited. So, I, any any anything wrong with that? Like, yeah, it was a little weird, but I also, like, took into account that yeah. she's not around, so they could only do so much. I think they used a couple of shots of her just standing there twice, I, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I, I figured, I, I think they did a good job of making her feel like she was still around. Um, her death was sudden, but I assume that's just because they didn't have any extra footage to use. And they can only use so many models from behind, you know, yeah. or so many shots of a model from behind before you start to notice. So I thought they did a good job for what they had to their disposal. I'll give them that for sure. Yeah. Then uh, Maz Kanata, they actually, oh, she didn't do anything in this movie either. Yeah. She was just there. Yeah. <laughs> Ma, Maz, is, Maz was a character that I was super interested in when Force Awakens came out. And I really wanted to hear more about her and what she did and the lightsaber. And that's a story for Oh, yeah. That's another thing they didn't talk about. Never Where did talk, the lightsaber never, come never from? The yellow the, one? Not no, the yellow the, one. The, the Luke's? Anakin's, yeah. yeah. There was oh. no explanation at all. Remember? I thought in the, fir- in the first movie, she was like a. Home was like, how did you get this? And she was like, a good story for another time. Never explained. So we kind of just have to assume it. Did I watch a video or is it, was it explained in the movie that that she got it? Uh, yeah, wasn't it explained in the movie that it was picked up by some people once the Death Star blew up, they found it and they were selling it or something. And really? They, they didn't know what it was and Maz knew what it was and she got it. I, I don't remember that. It may not have been in the movie. Maybe it was some... I don't know why, but I'm imagining that scene in Toy Story 2 when the chicken man is trying to buy Woody. That's what I saw when he was just driving that in my head. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it was Jawas or something, you know, scavengers or whatever. When the Jawas just took a lightsaber. (laughs) Well, when the Death Star um, blew up, Mm -hmm. that was over. That was the the moon of Endor. So it was on Endor. Where was Maz's place? He dropped. He dropped that lightsaber. He in dropped Cloud that City. lightsaber in Cloud City. Yeah, the other the lightsaber you're talking light. about is That's the right. one that he supposedly got back. The the one that uh, he throws off when he's talking to the Emperor and Jedi. The green one. Yeah, he yeah. got it back because it's in the flashbacks in Last yeah. Jedi. Yeah, he got that one back. And then it's also in the flashback when he's training Leia, which was yeah, that very was cool. I scene. loved that scene. That little I like. They used a lot of de aging software and CG to do that, but I thought for what they. They they really did try on that, and I thought that was a really really yeah. really cool. That scene. entire scene on the island was probably my favorite in the entire movie, other than Mark Hamill's wig. <laughs> I don't know, man. I kind of like that they gave him a wig. That makes me laugh. <laughs> I'm so, surprised he hasn't announced it yet. 
But he hasn't come on Twitter and said I was wearing a wig in this movie, which was really fun because that's what yeah. Mark Hamill would do. He would that make jokes about do. it. Yeah, I liked um, the Last Jedi, um, and then after watching this one, I was like, "Wow, maybe I don't like the Last Jedi." That yeah, much. see, it, it, cha- it changes. It changes things. It did the exact opposite. So I went back me. and rewatched it, and I was, it's a solid movie. And I need, I need to go see the Rise of Skywalker again. I'll probably wait till it comes out. Yeah. I fit, well, still. see, that's the thing. You should like if if these movies are doing that for you. Like if one movie's making you not like another one, then these guys didn't do a good enough job on the trilogy. You can't. Like, yeah, I don't know that it's a cohesive trilogy. It's not. It's not. It's the same it's characters, so, but it's so yeah. it's jumbled. The story just. I never know what they're trying to go for, and I don't think they know what they're trying to go for either. They like George Lucas's prequels. Don't get me wrong. There was some bad moments but at least that dude had a vision he had an end game he knew what he was getting to i, I don't think they knew what they were doing here i think they kind of you know figured star wars people like that and who doesn't you know it's a cool movie it's cool true let's make let's make another let's make another ton of them yeah if if it goes all wrong at least we're gonna make money yeah i feel i really feel like the one director idea for the entire trilogy would have worked it would have i don't know why people like it can work, but when you get two directors that are just that yeah. different, the the Thor movies have three different directors. Kenneth Branagh did the first one. Mm-hmm. Some the and Game you, of Thrones guy did the second yeah, and one. And you and you look at those three movies and you see like that doesn't you work as a trilogy a that really well. I was gonna say I don't like the first Thor that much. I hated the second one, and the third one's just insanely good. But um, still, there's that through line. But there is a through line. Yeah, they they. I think that works better as a cohesive story trilogy yeah. than the new Star Wars do because, you, like, the, the the directors at least you know they're not taking things completely out of the story. Like Rose's character, I wasn't a huge fan of in the Last Jedi, but just because I wasn't a huge fan of her doesn't mean that you can't build off of her. Yeah. And J.J. Abrams completely threw her out of the picture, just completely, completely, figuratively and literally. Yeah, and the worst part is, too, that character, Rose's character's, or Rose's actress, was, like, violently harassed yeah. over social media after Last Jedi. Like, she she got so much um, just awful, awful things that she Her Wikipedia deserve. page was edited on, the, her Wikipedia, like, the, the Star Wars official wiki was edited, you know, with all these racist remarks on it. Yeah, what? what completely yeah. bullied. Rose's actress was completely bullied after Last Jedi, and then JJ didn't even put her in this movie. I thought she was in the movie. She's done it for she like was, a minute. But yeah. like, I mean, think of her significance to her the plot. Don, what's his face from Lost? Dom. He oh, was in Dominant the, Monaghan. He Dominant was Monaghan, yeah. the Lord of the Rings. He was one yeah. of the Hobbits. Yep. Uh, Star Wars: Rise Skywalker box office currently at four hundred sixty-three million. Um, How much did Jedi make? Jedi. Came in at six hundred and twenty million, whereas the Force Awakens had a domestic uh, near, a lot. near a billion. Yeah, so you can so. just you can just see it in the numbers. Like boop, they just boop. yep, they're just going down. Yeah, not surprised. Just not a cohesive. Yeah, couldn't have said it better myself, Chisholm. Not a cohesive story. What other things happened in this movie? See, it happened. Well, they didn't do any whole. They didn't do all the animal social justice stuff. Yeah, I mean, they had horses riding on top of Death Stars. Those suckers are gonna die. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You're th- like, what? What are you guys? I, I thought that was cool that they got on a Star Destroyer. I like that. I, I've been waiting for something like that in Star Wars. Um, it, it it reminded me of just something that hasn't been done yet, like the possibilities of what yeah. could happen in Star Wars that haven't been done yet. Like Force Awakens, you've got Kylo Ren stopping a like a, a phase blast or whatever. But here's the thing, Derek. 
that happened in the Last Jedi, and the fans just tore it apart. Things that didn't happen. What do you mean? Like like um like Luke Luke being uh you know projecting himself across the galaxy. Oh yeah yeah. Just because it didn't happen in the other ones, it means it's not Star Wars, and now it's the. See, no, I don't agree with that. I didn't I didn't like the whole force projection thing, not because of I that, but because of. Because I thought it would be cooler to for him to like actually fly there and physically fight Ren. That's what I would have preferred to see. On the other hand, Calvin brought this up to me, and it's a good point. It's almost more savage to kick Kylo Ren, uh, to to beat him and not even be there. Yeah, like that's like dang that that really sucks. You can't even beat him. You can't even beat a projection. Yeah. So I, I understand that, but it's it's just just comes down as it's not as cool to see. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I was watching a thing the other day about all the different hints that Luke wasn't actually there on the planet. And the first one was the fact that he cups the dice over into Leia's hands. Mm -hmm. He doesn't actually set them down. He just kind of cups them over. He has the same visual appearance as he does in the flashbacks. Yeah. He's like 10 years, 20 years younger or whatever. And then the lightsaber should be another clue, too. Oh, yeah, the lightsaber's not green. When I first saw it, I was like, wait, something's not right here. And then I didn't catch that the first time, admittedly. I was like sucked in that's something that i can say for last jedi for sure i was much more like excited and just sucked into the movie and not thinking at yeah. all i was like i left that movie loving it yeah me too and then when i thought about it that's when i started thinking okay well there are some problems but i left rise of skywalker like come on and i still feel like that so that's yeah. how i know last jedi was better for me yeah I left both being entertained yes i love both loved, being entertained. I, oh, I guess all three loved you know well i i didn't the was the first one force awakens yeah i was like eh, it's it's a new hope again yeah. but um i was entertained yeah um, i was i was excited i was another, entertained another thing about luke is that his feet didn't turn the salt yeah, yeah they didn't turn the it red, red yeah so. yeah good stuff yeah good stuff uh i think the, the movie needed more time i think they did it an extra six months and it might have been better because yeah, it was supposed no, totally. to come out that's May, I think. It was supposed to come out then. I was going to... Yeah, that would have been better. Get more... T t quality over quantity, man. You don't have to push these things out every Christmas. Yeah. If it... if it Like, it's... You want to make a good story. You got to ensure that. Um, yeah, even for you. me, you know, like, my stories and stuff, like, I'm reshooting... I'm reshooting two scenes that I've already reshot once, so that'll yeah. make these two scenes the third time I've reshot them. Third and time's I'm, the charm. Yeah, and then I'm reshooting another one that I showed you back at the place, yeah. uh, scene H, yeah, in my film. So it's like, you know, it takes time. This is a 30-minute if film, and I have been, by the time April rolls around, it'll be a year since I started working on it. Yeah, I can't wait it. to see it. Thank you. So. But you know, Star Wars needs to, I don't know, like these are some things that they should already have down. I'm a, I'm an amateur. They should they should have this stuff. Anything else, Josh, on your list? Uh, um, I made a joke after I saw the movie that the final battle was too much like Endgame and that it felt like Bob Iger was watching a kind of Endgame or something mm -hmm. and yeah, he made a note about the, all the people in the final battle. And then he went to go watch a cut of Rise of Skywalker. And, and then Lando that. says, on your left, and everyone shows yeah, up. And That's he left that favorite. notebook sitting in there. And so J.J. Abrams <laughs> was like, aha, I know how to end this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Lando says, on your left, and Iron Man, wait, better movie. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, J.J. You can't you can't beat those uh, those Marvel lads. Yeah. That's I, funny. I, I wish all Star Wars. Disney, too. I wish Star Wars was as good as Marvel. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be really good. I, but at least Star Wars isn't as bad as DC. It could be a lot worse. And at the end of the day, we're getting Star Wars. 
like w- there was a point like after 83 after the return of the jedi that was it yeah like everyone thought like all right that's it no you know no more this is this is the skywalker story yep and, and then 2005 tons of Island. Then, nope yeah, that's it 1999 2305 and now we're getting this so like um i i am glad that we're at least getting new content bad or good it's something to be enter- entertained by so so what's next uh there's rumor of uh what, what was the old republic so the game of thrones guys we're gonna work we're working not on something yeah and yeah. now they're not yeah they're not working on it but um, ryan johnson was supposed to do his own thing too and that hasn't oh, really yeah ryan johnson had a trilogy and then kathleen kennedy was like nope your movie didn't do as well as i wanted it to so they're getting put on the back burner which i was disappointed by i i wanted to i'd I'd like to see us i'd like to see a ryan johnson trilogy i would because i feel like even though that the second movie wasn't reviewed as good by audiences it's because it's the second movie in a story that he didn't start of course it's not going to be that good that guy's thing is 100 percent of the story um give him a trilogy give him a whole story or give him an uh, a spinoff it will be amazing and then but, Kenobi. Kenobi is supposed yeah, Kenobi's to start filming gonna, this year. Kenobi, yeah, Kenobi on Disney Plus. That'll be a show, live mm-hmm. action with you and McGregor. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the spinoff, the third spinoff film is going to be, like the feature. That's our cue. That's our cue. It is. Yeah, we got photography now. Uh, cool. Um, it, I'm, no, I'm trying to think of a really like maybe Barbara Frick will be the spinoff. They'll give him his own trilogy <laughs> and like, hello, I am Barbara Frick. <laughs> Any last thoughts, guys? Uh, Subpar movie, four out of ten. Subpar movie, four out of ten. I can watch other movies now. Great, it's it was, all over. It yeah, there's more speculation of how it's going to end and all the good stuff. So, wow. Well. Hey, uh, thanks for coming in, guys. Garrett, plug your movie that's coming out later this year. Gumshoe. Okay, and you'll we'll have more on that later. <laughs> that's me plugging that. Josh, yeah. you're back at it in uh, film school yeah. in Denver. I go back in a week. Yeah. In a week. I'm excited. Really excited. Perfect. And this is our first podcast of 2020. Hope you guys love it. It's, uh, yeah, secondary and... It's uh, all things Star Wars on this one. We got more. We got a couple more episodes already uh, in the can. We just got to push them out. Wow! Thanks, guys. Until oh yeah. Until next time. May the um, force be with us all. May the force be with us all. Um, oh, and there's a new Morbius trailer out today. If uh, you guys oh, yeah. haven't, seen I made that. that movie. Speaking of speaking that's, of uh, Marvel, I was the cinematographer on it. This has been secondary. Thanks for listening. See you guys on the next one.